Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. How you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes and welcome to Tech Radio, the number one Irish tech podcast with all the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember, as well as our show on air with RTE and online via the website or your favourite podcasting app, we keep you up to date on all things tech every day with hourly updates and daily newsletters, which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie. Now, I sincerely hope that your week has been a lot more successful than uh, mine or Niles, as we seem to have been beset by one tech problem after another this week, which kind of got us thinking about tech and has it actually improved or just changed our lives here in 2017? So we're going to have a little game of yes, no, where we throw out a topic to decide if it's improved things or not. And at the end, we'll top it up to see where we are. Uh, but first, Niall, just to kind of give us a, a flavour of, of what led us to where we are now. What was your tale of woe this week? Yeah, well, I've, I've, I, you know, I've got one, but one thing in the bad column and one thing in the good column, which, which is pretty good catalyst for this week's show. Um, in the bad column, within two days of each other, both my work PC, which I've had for 10 years, um, and my very nice set of he- headphones, which I've had for probably eight, both packed in. Right. So, you know, work computer, RIP. And yesterday I was looking at, I caught a reflection of my, self in uh, in something I was like that, that, my headphones shouldn't be sitting on my head like that and as soon as I took them off the hinge on, on one of the cups just snapped so I was like okay right, fair enough <laughs> we we had a good run so uh, yeah that was the bad side uh, on the good side in clearing out uh, my attic um, we discovered uh, three things an Atari 2600 a Commodore 64 and a Commodore Amiga Oh, wow. I bet they are worth a few quid these days. Uh, well, we looked it up and yes, they most certainly are. Um, as is the, um, the rejiggered, um, Super Nintendo system, uh, which they, apparently Nintendo just can't keep up with the, uh, with the demand for. Yeah. Um, so what's your tale of woe for this week? Uh, I found uh, an old Apple one in my uh, laptop and I just threw it out and then I looked up to see what it was worth. <laughs> Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> I kid. No, I was, uh, I was moving a PC to another part of the house or the room, actually, uh, uh, to be fair. But it's just the way the place is. It's a rented place. So I can't be drilling holes in walls and stuff like that. So an RJ45 cable is not really a, a, a goer. And then I had to go out and buy a little Wi-Fi USB dongle, which then wouldn't install. And then da, 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 da. Four hours later, I made the damn thing work. <laughs> But I'm bemoaning, I'm bemoaning the plain old simple RJ45 cable. Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> so listen, I have a list of, uh, I've, I've, I've just jotted down 23 things very quickly. All right. Um, okay. give me a number between one and 23 and we'll see, uh, what's old and what's new and whether it's actually changed our lives for the better. Okay. Uh, let's start simple with number three. You're going to go with number three. Ah, the old USB key. I think it's dying at this stage. Okay, right. I actually had this issue uh, very recently too because uh, uh, I've been clearing out my my apartment, 
And um, I had a bag of USB keys because whenever you go out on a press trip, time time was you got a little USB key with um, some images on it or, or what have you, you know, um, or, you know, inform- product information, that mm. kind of thing. So they did have a habit of accumulating for a while. Um, and now, thank goodness, you get sent like a Dropbox link or things are just attached to an email. But... Uh, it does mean that I, that I had a whole bunch of these things to get rid of. And I took out one, I swear it was about the size of my thumbnail, right? And I was like, gosh, I wonder, you know, what space is on this? Because this would be a nice, you know, a nice enough size to hang on to just in a bag or something like that. Eight gigs. Are you impressed or not impressed? I was thoroughly impressed. I was <laughs> like, you know, that is the accumulated space of probably all of the others that I have here. Eight gigs. I will hold on to that. Thanks very much. That's larger than my Dropbox account. Sold. But listen, the USB keys, as you say, are kind of dying a death and everything's in the cloud now. Everything's Dropbox. Is that actually improving our lives, do you think? I think so. Uh, I mean, if you have a smartphone uh, and you have Dropbox, then you are every bit as capable as if you have a USB stick and a PC. I'm not so sure because, I, well, it's just I'm not one for you. I think it's fantastic when you want to share files. I'm going to throw that up into my Dropbox and I'll send you a link for it or use WeTransfer or something like that. It's fantastic. Um, but for actually keeping my files and not having them on a USB key, that kind of annoys me because it means I must be connected to the Internet in order to access my information. And yeah. you just can't beat the simplicity of having a USB key and, uh, and, and, and sticking it in. But I'm, I'm 50-50 on it. Do you think the cloud has improved our lives? Uh, I think the cloud is wonderful unless a server in a foreign country goes down and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and you're sitting there going, I wish I had it all on a USB key. <laughs> yeah, or an external hard drive or absolutely anything. Exactly. Uh, Give me which, which is the case for local storage. Throw me another number between 1 and 23. Okay, so are we going to say USB keys won that? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, or oh, you're, keeping, you're keeping score. So... um. Okay, let's go to number seven on your list. Number seven on the list, believe it or not, is a thing uh, that uh, we all love and cherish, uh, but we're not seeing so much of it these days. It's called cash. Cash money. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, the reason where I say technology is changing our lives with cash is that everything is now on cards and contactless payments and payments via your phone and online banking and phone apps and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't particularly like that because I find it very hard to keep track of my money, despite the bank saying, oh, but you have an app and it'll tell you. how." Yes, but I have an app in that account. And then I've got another app for another bank account. And then I've got another bank account here for something else or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It just, it's too much to keep up with. Uh, for day-to-day spending, I like having cash in my pocket because if I'm going out for the night and I've got a hundred quid in my pocket or something, I know when it's time to go home. <laughs> That's a very nice metric. Um, I, I am the complete opposite. The complete opposite. I hate having money on my person because uh, I know that if I have 20 euro in my wallet, I'm going to spend 20 euro. That's that's just how it is. Um, and yet I'm, I'm actually a bit more responsible when I'm just paying for things with cards, even though I'm buying... Pretty much everything now with a, with a card. I mean, I know most places will have a, a five euro uh, limit or something like that. Um, but like if I'm going to buy a, uh, my basic lunch every day, I use a card where, where possible. Um, yep. For me, cards, 
definite winner over cash. Uh, maybe in five years' time, when we're having this conversation, we will talk about, you know, Bitcoin versus government-controlled currencies. <gasps> oh, the one thing I will give for uh, online banking and cards and stuff like that is that there are no coins. Coins are the one thing that are driving me mad at the, at the moment, especially uh, another thing. I should have put this on the list and I didn't. It's the automated checkout machines of the supermarket. Drive me insane. And for whatever reason, every time I put money into them, all my change comes back in copper coins. <laughs> and you're trying to get rid of them. So, OK, so we'll put cash down as a win. Another number between one and twenty three. Uh, okay, let's go for number nine. Poor old Bruce uh, Forsythe died this week, so higher, higher, higher. <laughs> okay, um, ba, 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 ten. <laughs> oh, what do you like? I've mentioned this already, which was the uh, RJ forty five cable. I love the simplicity. Plug it in that end, plug it in the other end, bump done. Um, okay. Whereas I've had to come up with all of these kind of uh, solutions with Wi Fi dongles, and then nowadays, even when you're traveling, you're best off having a portable Wi Fi router with you rather than rely on the hotel Wi Fi or be trying to plug in um, uh, RJ forty five cables. So it's well. Do you know what I use at home? Um, this has been a great little solution because we have a very nice broadband connection. But it's uh, sheltered behind a very thick wall, okay? Mm. So uh, one part of the apartment has really good Wi-Fi, uh, really good broadband connectivity. And then the further you get away from the router, the, the, it gets really, really bad. Mm. Um, what, so what I invested in was a set of power line uh, adapters, right? So you just plug in one end, um, plug in your RJ45. Similarly, at the other end, and uh, there you go. Much, much better than, uh, than Wi-Fi. And you get your you get your proper broadband connection. Well, exactly. That's the other thing. The Wi-Fi is never as good as a, as as a wired connection. So we're going to put down the RJ forty five as a win. Let's keep it. Oh, that's that's a definite win <laughs> for the RJ forty five. Okay, uh, let me go higher, higher, higher. Let me pick one because you're afraid to go up near twenty three for some reason. Well, it's a good list. It's a good list. Number twenty three. Number twenty three on the list. Concerts and events. All right. Okay, how, right. How, how has che- tech changed a uh, rock concert if you go to it? Well, loads of ways. Loads and loads of ways. I mean, the experience of, of going to a show is very different uh, now compared to when I was, you know, 16 and started going to shows. Better or um, worse? Better or worse. I've actually seen both ends of the spectrum. Like there are things that really annoy me when I go to a show is people taking photos. Yes. That really annoys me. It's, it's that like, sea of smartphone glare. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can you not just enjoy what's in front of you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Is that so hard? And the other thing that uh, is uh, a little bit annoying about concerts and events is when you're buying your ticket. Ah, yes, indeed, sir. The ticket is 20 euro. Uh, and where do you want to sit? Well, that'll be extra. Okay, that's fine. And then you want to pay, oh, crave a credit card. That'll be extra. And then you want such and such, and that'll be extra. And we post it and that'll be extra. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's a booking system. That's slightly different. Although I will give you an example of smartphones uh, done right. Actually, two. And uh, you, you cannot but agree with me on this. Uh, one is the move um, to QR codes as boarding passes. Yes, I agree. That is absolutely fantastic. I, I've used it a couple of times now. Stores in your wallet on your smartphone. Clickety-click, you're through. Brilliant. Saves you on printing um, and, you know, makes booking so much easier. And Definitely the second? In there. 
Second one is something that happened to me uh, earlier this year. I was at um, the RDS watching Leinster play, I want to say, Glasgow Warriors, I think. And um, it was a one-point game, right? And there was like three minutes left to play. And the lights went out. The lights went out in a stadium at night, right? Uh-oh. I mean, everything just went black. And what everybody did was they turned on their smartphone torches and they just held them up. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I mean, it's not doing anyone any good, but what a lovely communal moment. <laughs> no, all right. Well, we'll put that down as a win for uh, uh, for technology. OK, give me a number between, uh, I'm going to force you now, your hand, between 13 and 20. 13 and 20. Let's go for 17. 17 is, oh, <laughs> books. Oh, oh, oh. The, oh. the plain old book is being oh. replaced by the Kindle and the ebook reader. Now, how many times have we had this discussion? Yep. And every time you're definitely on the side of books until recently when you got a Kindle and now you're changing your tune. I got I got a secondhand Kindle this year. It's probably the best way to try any emerging technology that you're not sure about. Um, and do you know what? I've I've gotten through my my hard copy stack of shame. So I'm getting through my soft copy stack of shame, if you will. <laughs> and um, yeah, the the problem I'm having with my Kindle, this is somebody that's moving from, you know, re- regular books, is it's almost too light and unobtrusive. When I go looking for my Kindle in my bag, I get a moment of panic that I've lost it. And it, no, it's not that. It's just that it's smaller and lighter than books I would usually read. That's pretty much my only criticism of my Kindle at the moment. My only criticism of, and I'm a big fan, and I think the Kindle is the best uh, gadget that I have bought in the last 10 years easily. Um, but I do miss going into bookstores. Yeah. And just browsing and having a look at the covers. Ooh, that looks interesting. And then uh, having a little uh, uh, discover and stuff like that. So, um, but I think overall, I think technology is definitely a winner on the ebooks, especially if it's converted to you, Niall Kits, and journalists to boot. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing if you were to go into your bookshop of choice, we'll, we'll say a local independent bookseller, mm-hmm. okay? A business that you really want to support. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't actually sell the thing you want, which is an electronic copy. If there was a way to just go in, have a browse and, okay, I'll buy that and they download the file for you at point of purchase or something like that. Would that be the perfect solution for you that misses the experience of browsing in a bookshop but no, prefers ebooks? No, 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 no. Wouldn't make a blind bit of difference. Go on, give me another number between 10 and 20. Okay, 13. 13. Oh, this is back to your headphones, right? 13 oh. is very simple. It's quality. Oh, okay, right. I'm going to sound like my dad. Back when I were a lad, things were built to last. <laughs> well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> my favourite, because we, we uh, did a programme for uh, on cars at one stage, and we were interviewing a guy from Mercedes about the, the latest Model E or whatever it was, all right? And I'm a big fan of Mercedes. And uh, it's a quote that always stuck in my head. Uh, I said to him, OK, this car is fantastic, blah, 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 blah. But looking to the future, what kind of a car do you see us driving in, say, 20 years' time? And he just looked at me with a really puzzled expression, and then he just pointed and went, that car. <laughs> <laughs>
Now you know why I like Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. Because they're built to last. But uh, you're right. I mean, it's headphones. You go in and you buy a pair of headphones for your phone and stuff like that, and they're uh, they're falling apart. Or even if you spend good money, like 100 quid or, or 150 quid, those headphones do break. Uh, even iPhones and stuff like that, they get bricked after, what, five, six years? And actually, that's even worse yeah, because is, this- they don't get bricked because they don't work anymore. It's because... Mm, the, the, the software is well, moved on so of, far. They run out of power to, to run the software, yeah. Um, this is the the idea of built-in obsolescence, right? Um, we'll take Apple as an example because it, we opened that door with iOS, right? Um, the life cycle of an iPhone, if you keep updating the software, is roughly, what, five years? Mm. I mean, that's and that's a built-in flaw. And that is if even five years, I would say. Yeah, well, I mean, I I had my iPhone 4S until last year and was mm. very happy with well, it. Well, you would have been unusual at that, I reckon. Probably, yeah. 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 Now, I, I have my iPhone 7, and will I have that for five years? Hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, there's an awful lot under the hood in I there. See. It's a very good piece of machinery. I'm very mm. happy with it. But do Apple really have this kind of thing in mind? Which is why um, my next computer I'm looking to buy, um, personally, I'm putting a 10-year frame on it because I've that's roughly the average that I've gotten out of my computers in the past and uh, you know I'm going super spec for this one because I'm expecting VR to become the norm in a couple of years time so I, I just want to be to be ready for it um, and yet the one that you know in terms of screen real estate probably would suit me best isn't expandable but the premium one sure is and I don't know how long each each would last me. Would they last me the same amount of time? I don't. I, I don't know. I think uh, I'm a big believer in that. Like people say, well, why don't you update? Uh, this would be studio equipment, right? They say, mm. why don't you keep it updated with blah 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 blah? And I go because I have a piece of hardware there, uh, running a piece of software that does exactly what I want. <laughs> yeah. if I update some other part of that or whatever like you know well then it's going to have an effect on it and then it won't work and then I'm going to have to upgrade and blah blah and usually I find when you want to upgrade the software then you have to upgrade the hardware and after you've been through all that pain both setting it up and financially it still does the same thing that it did in the first bloody place yeah so yeah. you know I think there's an awful lot of uh, progress for the sake of progress it's not actually improving things so I think I'm going to mark uh, technology down as a uh, a massive fail when it comes to quality <laughs> certainly build okay, quality. yeah that's reasonable all right okay go on give me an early number between one and ten uh six uh going for six ah your first PC ah <laughs> compared right. well, co- compared to and actually you were saying you found the, the Commodore 64 and the Amiga and stuff like that I mean there's yeah, a but, world of difference between that and the virtual gaming machines that we were talking about now with the headsets and everything yeah well here's the here's the thing the Commodore 64 and the Commodore Amiga belong to a class of computers that don't exist anymore right but you've the also got the, the, the BBC computer, uh, which yeah, I learned BBC on, which was DOS well. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, the home computer market, just it's vanished. It's not there anymore. Um, and it, these were kind of strange devices in a way. Uh, in the Commodore 64, everything relied on the on the tape deck. If you didn't have a tape deck, deck working, you couldn't really do anything with it. Um, and the Amiga um, relied on disks. And you get loads of... Um, software applications for them but you know nothing 
on a par with what we're used to these days. Absolutely nothing. I mean, if you got a word processor, it basically looked like a typewriter and you probably couldn't save anything on it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we can look back on these on these things very fondly, um, but at the same time, I the leaps and bounds. Devices. The leaps and bounds. I think technology uh, gets an easy win there. But that said, uh, your Commodore sixty four, which you took out of the attic, which is decades old, I bet you when you plug it in, it'll still work. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes, it will. <laughs> let me pick one. Let me pick one. Let me. Pick, I'm going to go uh, sixteen, which is uh, oh oh. Here's an interesting change to our daily lives: birthday cards. <laughs> Technology has completely changed the birthday whole thing because nobody sends birthday cards anymore. Nobody even calls to say happy birthday anymore. All you get is a Facebook going, ah, happy birthday, me and 200 other people, half of whom you don't even know. Okay, well, I get cards from people that have no option but to send me cards. Ah, mammy. (laughs) <laughs> and and you know my partner in first degree relatives yes. and all that sort of thing you know people that cannot get away without sending me a card um back when i was a younger man um we uh, that was still kind of the norm that you gave your friends cards and then i discovered e-cards and i was like oh that's very handy i can send everybody uh, a birthday card and i don't have to buy a card that's exactly brilliant. Yeah. show them and, now, them. <laughs> and now you just have to click like Exactly. It's just everybody's birthday is amazingly important to them. And I think technology has just made poo out of it. It's it's made it's made greetings largely meaningless. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So a massive fail for technology on uh, on that front. Uh, OK, come on. We're, we're filling up the list. Uh, give me a number of, uh, between one and twenty three. OK, let's go. Twenty two. You're going to go twenty two, which is ah taxis. Okay, this is going to get under my skin. Okay. (laughs) Well, what I'm thinking the comparison is, is that, uh, again, as you say, when I was a younger man, you would queue up after a night out for a half an hour, 45 minutes for a taxi on a Collins Street, whatever happens to be. Now it's like Bing, Uber or Halo or whatever the new one is called. Yeah. Okay. Right. Here we go. Uh, When you and I were young men growing up, there was um, a very draconian um, taxi uh, regulation system in place and it was very common for people to buy taxi plates kind of arbitrarily and rent them out to other people or sell them on. And there was sort of an, an illicit trade in them. Uh, and I think lots of, lots of taxi drivers that, that are listening in will remember that period of time quite, quite fondly. Um, and then the regulator opened it up. And now there are sort of requirements that cars have to fill. And there are basic requir- requirements that drivers have to fill. But it's it's pretty much open. If you want to be a taxi driver, you can go out and be a taxi driver. Um, and various platforms have uh, sprung up to make that easier. So there's Link, which is the, uh, an Irish company. And there's um, uh, formerly Halo, now My Taxi. And these are things for, you know, licensed regulated taxi drivers. And they make life much easier. Great. Um, I even know taxi drivers that use both of them. Uh, so, you know, you, you get into the car and they have two smartphones set up uh, and one for each. And uh, then they have their personal one as well and their GPS and their cars just like they, they look brilliant <laughs> these days. Um, so given the context of the Irish market where it's a pretty liberalized, um, it's pretty liberalized. And if you if you fit certain criteria, you, you can you can set yourself up. Why does Ireland need 
an Uber? Well, here's what I use Uber a lot when I'm traveling. Yeah. Um, well, I like it because I'm in a strange city. I don't really know where I am. Uh, it means that it, I get the name of the driver, the number of the driver, how long it's going to take the driver to get to me. Uh, the GPS follows which route the driver took. So I can see if he took me for, for a ride or not. Uh, and I can report him, uh, accordingly. And, uh, everything gets chained, charged to my credit card. And then I don't have to handle cash or anything like that. So I like using that technology when it comes to taxis and technology is a win there for me. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. We'll say that the, uh, I, I want to sort of emphasize that for licensed and regulated taxi people, I think technology has been a great boon. When it gets into companies like Uber and Lyft um, that say, oh, we are a platform, we're not responsible. Um, I think that's absolute bunk. Well, I think if you had an Uber system with a licensed taxi operator, well, then that's that's the best of all. all Have at it. That is the best of all possible worlds. There you go. So we're going to go with a win then uh, uh, for that. Okay, let me pick one. I'm going to go low, lower, two. Uh, two gives me, uh, oh, television. Now... In the oh, old okay. days, what I'm thinking of is, uh, th- well, th- these days we've got on-demand TV, you've got seven-day playback, you've got Netflix, you've got yada yada, you can watch whatever you want, whenever you want. What I miss is the fact that you don't have communal watching of television. So it's like even Game of Thrones now, where, you know, a lot of people are watching it, but are, are you on the current series? No, I'm on series four. What episode are you on? You've got that. Whereas 20 years ago, it would have been, everybody would have been in on a Wednesday night watching it at eight o'clock. And I miss that little kind yeah. of communal okay. chat. Well, okay. Uh, oddly enough, I think Twitter is excellent at that. If, if you're watching, uh, actually, no, Twitter is useless at it because it just distracts you from what's going on. Mm. But for sporting events, for live TV, for the Rosa Tralee. There you go. This week, Those kind um, of events, absolutely. You can't, you can't beat that. No, no. And yeah, X Factor. So have you ever watched for, Twitter? You know, have you ever watched Twitter for uh, when X Factor is on? And I only say that because it's the UK and there's millions and millions and millions of people watching it. It's ridiculous. Oh, you can't get away from it. <laughs> you can't keep you up can't with get the away from thing. it. <laughs> but you're right for sports events and uh, big events like that with the Rosa Tralee and stuff like that. Yes, that's more of a communal event. But before, did you know? I remember when I was a kid at Christmas. It'd be like, what are the movies they're going to show on TV this Christmas? They're showing Star Wars. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> and then you'd meet I your friends the next so day. Excited. And we'd all talk about it and stuff like that. You don't get that anymore. And I, I just no. miss that more than anything else. And, and Apple TV now gets me through Christmas. It certainly isn't linear programming. Mm. The one thing that I have been playing with uh, recently is that uh, I have access to a uh, seven day playback. So anything that's been on UK TV for the last seven days, I can just, uh, was, what was it, Wednesday night, eight o'clock in, bing, watch. Love that. I think that's the most mm. amazing. Th- and it actually kind of gives me a little bit of that communal watching thing. So like, you know, Celebrity mm-hmm. MasterChef is on at the moment. So when I meet my mates at the weekend, I go, oh, did you see it this week? So I get that, but I can still watch it when I want. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. So we're going to give uh, technology a win on that. That's that's a big win for technology. Some of the topics we didn't get to was uh, VHS cassettes, uh, petrol cars versus electric cars, stamps and letters. Remember those. Uh, car keys, uh, light bulbs, uh, time. 
because Facebook and email and WhatsApp and all that just suck your time, I, I think. Uh, and, and fubbing, that's the new thing where your partner with you're chatting to at the restaurant is on their bloody phone, talking to oh, yeah. the friends, all that kind of stuff. Uh, real friends, face-to-face friends that you would have had years ago, now they're Facebook friends and they're not real at all. They're, they were the things that we missed out on. However, uh, we did 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 we got through. And we have four against technology, which is a resounding eight for yes, technology has changed our lives for the better. I'm just going to give a little round of applause to Apology, but I won't bother now. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that is it for our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember that you can get uh, all the latest Irish tech news uh, because it is getting towards the end of August now, this stage, and things are starting to hot up again. So we'll keep you up to date with uh, hourly updates and daily newsletters and more on our website at techcentral.ie as well as our weekly tech show online and broadcast every Friday at 6pm on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1X. Johnson. Next time from myself, Dusty Rhodes, and from Nile Kitson. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.